You can structure your training and nutrition to not only optimize your results, but to help you enjoy your life too. Today, we're giving you a one-year framework to maximize your progress without letting your workouts and diet take over your life. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Digital Barbell Podcast. Our mission is to provide you with a clear path to health and fitness through education, coaching, and accountability. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Blakely Fletcher, and we are here to serve you. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review so that we can reach more people. You can find us daily on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell. Now, let's get to today's topic. All right, guys, welcome to episode number 209 of the Digital Barbell Podcast. Episode 209, take 22. <laughs> Audio problems, stuff on my face, <laughs> this beanie interfering with the sound quality. <laughs> Man, oh okay, we got a really, really good episode for yeah. you today based on a really popular Instagram post and email that we sent out. But before we get to that, y'all, it's been crazy in Texas the last 12 hours. And I just wonder, how do our clients up in the Northeast, in the North, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. wherever, how do they deal with this? Because are we like just ill ill prepared for this? Because tell no, everybody what's going on. I don't, so I don't think this happens. I don't know. Maybe it does. But. So we're kind of like, it's been raining, but it's been like 28 degrees. So everything that has fallen is just like frozen. So everything is frozen. Our cars are frozen. Our gate is frozen. Every leaf and piece of grass is Every like, branch is on like the tree. super thick with ice. And so, I mean, you just hear trees breaking. We're in the hill country out here outside of Austin and just surrounded by trees and you're just like we woke up up at four o'clock in the morning to just trees breaking and it's just been nonstop trees breaking all around us you just hear yeah. them in the distance like an echo of trees breaking constantly it's very spooky speaking of things in the distance if you can hear our dog snoring in the <laughs> yeah. background we apologize for that but it's 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 weird it's i mean luckily there's we not have, a, there's like, not a like big tree on our property that doesn't have a limb broken yeah. off our deck is completely covered like in branches broke, yeah. and knocked down stuff it's it's crazy it, it's still happening it's, like you yeah. just stand outside every 30 seconds like yeah and it's unfortunately gonna like kind of rain snow whatever they're calling this Slits, yeah. again tonight and like probably i don't know Man. but anyway yeah, it's it's strange. Luckily, we've had so, power and heat the whole yeah, time, so we feel blessed for that. For sure. And there's a lot of people who have it a lot a lot worse yeah. than us. So, keep it in perspective. But and man. it's like yeah, it's like the the surfaces. Of, I think you could probably drive on yeah. the surfaces. It's like the surfaces are fine. It's like just the things that absorb water are just frozen and full. Yeah, it's our, very strange. And like our cars look like glazed donuts. Yeah. They're just like completely. We didn't realize like we had parked one under a tree. Like that was not even like a tree that was like near it. And the weight of the stuff is just like all the trees are like touching the ground everywhere. And so our car was under one and it just like kept getting lower and lower. And it was like laying on it. And so finally we just like drove it out because yeah. <laughs> I think it was like protecting. Yeah, there was, was a quarter was, like, of an inch of ice on the branches and a quarter of an inch of ice on the yeah. car. So it was like, oh, they'll probably just glide Hopefully against each other. Hopefully it didn't scratch it. <laughs> yeah. If not, anyway. um, if it did, well, it's for sale. <laughs> no. um, okay, so that's going on. One other thing that I wanted to bring up, I didn't even tell you about this, is I put a thing in our private Facebook group asking if anybody had any questions when we were thinking about doing a Q&A episode. Okay. And our client, Mary, asked for our opinion on something. Okay. 
in January, the, the chain gym Equinox did not allow new members to join on January 1st. And they said, this okay. is the, this is the Equinox. notice. It's a kind of a boutique globo gym okay. kind of thing. Like I think people get all dressed up and go work out there just to be seen. But anyway, um, they put this up in their, in their locations and I took a screenshot of it. Okay. They said, January is a language we don't understand. A fantasy delivered to your door in a pastel colored box. It talks about change. It wants you to start something when you should be in the middle of it. It thinks time is on its side. It needs a new outfit before it can begin. Stalling, shortcutting, giving up. We don't speak January. Hmm. And they wouldn't let new members join on January 1st. Thinking but you that, could join on January 2nd. <laughs> right. So uh, this really that made... makes no sense. <laughs> so Mary wanted to know what our thoughts on this yeah. were. I think what the, the point behind it was, like, we're not interested in people joining our gym who aren't really committed, who are yeah. just joining because they want to start something new. Right. What do you think about them having that philosophy, like kind of shunning people for that reason? Well, I think the whole thing is silly that they said they can't, you can't start on January 1st because I think January 1st was a Sunday this year. <laughs> and so, okay, start on Monday the 2nd. That's fine. Good so point. their whole, their whole point is that I don't even. Yeah. But what do you think of the underlying sentiment? <laughs> I think that's what Mary wanted to know. It, it, it comes off pretty rude. Yeah. Um, but I do, I mean, it comes off rude, but I also get get why they're saying that. They're saying like they want you know they want people who are not just going to like like follow a fad of like oh every January I join a gym I start mm-hmm. and I go for three weeks and then they never see me again. Right. That's what that's what they're trying to avoid. And I think they were maybe trying to like show their core members that are consistent like hey we're for you guys yeah we're not for these new people coming in to right. get in your way and sweat all over the machines and not know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of ostracizing yeah. to the people who are new. Like you got to remember everybody was new at some point, right. whether they joined on January 1st or February, whatever. Yeah. And I feel like it was, I mean, they got a lot of publicity out of it. So maybe it mm-hmm. turned out to be beneficial for them. But I would say overall, my thinking with that is like, it's rude. It's rude. It's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And any benefit your current core members saw out of it or good feelings they got is not worth like ostracizing somebody who's already going to be intimidated yeah. to start. Like maybe that would have been the thing that turned their fitness around walking in the door at right. least and getting started. Like, yeah. So and that was the day for them. And I they, think it was dumb. Turn them down. Yeah. I do yeah. too. All right. So that's what we think about that. <laughs> Plus the date made no sense. <laughs> yeah. I should have checked with Blakely on the scheduling. <laughs> okay. So, um, we put up a post the other day that was all about a one-year plan for your training and for your nutrition to optimize your body composition and your health while still enjoying your life. And I got a lot of response, so we kind of want to talk through, you know, why 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 we would put up this plan. Why would why would we like periodize mm-hmm. training the way we did? In why the, think in about the post? it this way? Yeah. So if you want to, you know, be a dork and pull up the post, you can follow along with us. <laughs> Not like, I mean, in a good way, but anyway, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. So let's talk about like, what the heck is periodization in mm-hmm. the first place? Cause it could mean a lot of different things. It's really just a fancy way of saying, I'm going to think about my time in different blocks and I'm going to have a goal during this block. And then I'm going to have a goal during that block. It's not just starting something with a never ending pursuit yeah. with no regard for time, change of plans, <clears throat> interruptions of reality, yeah. that kind of stuff. And so this is applicable to anybody, like whether you have a significant amount of weight to lose, whether you just want to re 
have some body right recomposition, mm-hmm. whether you want to put on some muscle mass, anything. And, and we use the same technique in a lot of different areas of our life. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to school to be a lawyer, like that's the time that you're periodizing to get that degree. And then you move right. on past that and you're progressing with your practice. And then maybe you go pursue something else. Mm-hmm. There's a million different examples, but it's really just yeah. having a goal that has a definitive purpose and a timeline to it to maximize your results mm-hmm. and make it fit within the constraints of your life too. So Bring, that's the whole point of periodizing. The school is a good example of why if you did have a significant amount of weight to lose, you're not just starting your diet, say January one, and then I'm going to be on that diet for five years. What yeah. do you, when you, when you go to school, like say if you enrolled in college, you, you know, you go for a semester, you have a break, you go for a semester, you have a break, you go yeah. for a semester, you have move a break. to the next grade. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that makes sense of why we do it. Plus there's a lot of body composition benefits to doing it because mm-hmm. sometimes we'll ask somebody like, what are your goals? And they're like, yeah. I want to get strong. I want to get a six pack. I want to run a marathon. <laughs> I want to have a double body weight squat and I want to be able to do a toe touch. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's way too many things to focus on at one time. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can't accomplish all right. those things, but you're going to have a better result if we periodize it out and we tackle one thing at a mm-hmm. time with a plan. So when we talk about somebody who wants to build muscle, get leaner, get more athletic, look better naked, all that kind of stuff, we can take advantage of the calendar mm-hmm. and periodize our training and nutrition out to maximize our body composition by not always being focused on one thing throughout the whole year mm-hmm. by spending dedicated times getting better yeah. as we're going to talk about in this episode mm-hmm. and I'm looking at notes too here. So yeah. bear with me if I sound like I'm reading, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> another benefit of doing it this way is kind of like you alluded to starting a diet and then like I'm on this diet for the next five years, mm-hmm. that's going to wear you out mentally. You're mm-hmm. going to give up. You're going to you know, mess up and fall into the all or nothing mentality, all that kind of stuff. You're going to get invited to parties. The holidays come around. You're going to feel socially ostracized. Um, and periodizing your training and nutrition throughout the year based on your real life and travel and holidays and stuff is a way to avoid that social thing where you kind of avoid that feeling of like, I should be doing this, but I'm failing. No, you went into this time with a dedicated goal Mm -hmm. purpose and plan. So there's no reason to feel like you're failing because that's what you're focusing on right now. So that's another benefit. Mm -hmm. This can be a little bit more challenging if you just go to a CrossFit gym or you just go to F45 or you just do burn boot camp or whatever, because mm-hmm. they're not going to take into account your sp- special circumstances and unless, schedule. Unless you want to try at CrossFit. <laughs> I did periodize throughout the year. Yeah. So, you know, but that's a general, <laughs> that's a general periodization, periodization yeah. plan for the, the flow of the, the gym. Like it, when we're talking, we're talking about like how to do this on For a more indi- personal, yeah. on a more individual basis. Not that you can't do it in that context, especially with your nutrition, because mm-hmm. that's always within your control. But you have to kind of hear everything we're saying and think about how can I apply this to my life and my training if yeah. I go to one of those kinds of classes. Maybe I need to add something in during yeah. the blocks that we're going to talk through. Also, keep in mind that we're going to go ahead and go through it in a calendar year setting. But if this does not fit like your lifestyle, your your personal calendar year, you could take the notes and just adjust the the months. Yep. As as you as 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 it sees fit to you. To yeah. You. The per, anyway. the purpose still yeah. remains. And then I want to say that this outline that we're giving isn't meant for you to like run dictation on this episode and then follow uh-huh. it to the exact T. Uh-huh. This is a framework to follow that. that makes you understand the process and then you need to apply it to your own life with some flexibility. 
and it also takes you deciding like, I'm going to commit to doing this process for six, nine, 12 mm -hmm. months. Like yeah. a lot of times we're just like, I'm going to work out. I'm going to start. And we yeah. just, yeah. we just I'm leave it there. Work. Right. But you can take advantage of this if you really commit to going through all these phases. Mm -hmm. I was talking to somebody on the phone today about this process exactly. And, you know, when you look at somebody who is just like, they've, they're at the upper echelons of whatever they're doing with their fitness mm -hmm. or their physique, take a CrossFit games athlete. They're going through these stages throughout the year. That's just the way that it's done. Yeah. So understanding that each committing to doing this for a longer period of time and going mm -hmm. through these blocks has a long-term payoff if you're willing to do it. Yeah. So uh, what I meant to say before I got sidetracked in my own brain was, um, <laughs> take this framework, but don't like get religious about the, the grams of protein. You, mm -hmm. We're going to tell you grams of protein, but don't fixate on that little thing. Right. Think about the big picture mm -hmm. and then like adjust it to your own lifestyle. If we say, you know, spend this long in a fat loss phase, but that happens to like correspond with you booking a cruise to Jamaica for two weeks, you're going to have to change the plan. Yeah. Even if it's sub optimal, it's okay. Like adjust, it's okay to adjust your plan within this framework. Right. Did you accidentally pour regular and say decaf coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. It feels like it. I tell you when I get pat, when I talk passionately about something, like yeah. I get out of breath, my, my throat starts closing up. <laughs> I like right. it though. All right. We're, so, are we ready to get into yo, it? So before we get into this, mm -hmm. we broke this the whole year up into four chunks. Maybe right. we already said that, but that's the way that we're going to go through this. Okay. And you'll understand why as we go through. Yeah. So the first chunk, if you're listening to this one fairly soon after it comes out, is the January through April. So this is what we're all in right now. And so we've just come off of, even if you weren't periodizing your training and periodizing your nutrition, we have all pretty much all come off of a surplus. Uh, a lot of abundant food <laughs> yeah. in the previous few months. <laughs> yes. So that is the plan. Uh, why, why, why the plan is like it is for January through April. We all come off a sur surplus. There was just the past holiday. Um, we're going to, we're going to work on, um, you want to start with the nutrition and then I'll go into yeah. the training. Yeah. Like you said, we're, we're, we're coming out of a time where food was abundant. Maybe we were already eating a little bit more than we should have. Our metabolisms are in a great place. Our hormones are in a great place because yeah. our bodies are happy when we put abundant food in. I'm not talking about like grossly overeating, but yeah. so we're in a place where if you are, you can fall into two different categories. Well, also our motivation is high usually at the yeah. time, just like the, the topic of that gym, you know, we're ready to start something else. And, you know, weather is starting to trend nicer. So we can like get outside more, we can take advantage of more activity. All yeah. those things are in place. You're ready, right. you're, you're ready. willing, and you're able. Yeah. Those are the three ingredients you got to have. So we're going to take advantage of that right. on the nutrition front. Okay. So let's divide you up into two categories. If you're somebody who has a healthy BMI already, and we'll talk about what that mm -hmm. is, you got two choices to, to do during this this block of your periodization. You can either eat at your maintenance calories, which is what you would eat normally, you know, maybe during a non-holiday time. Yeah. Or you can go into a slight calorie surplus this time of year and focus especially on building muscle and building strength. Because unless you're a rank novice, you need extra calories beyond your maintenance calories to build new muscle tissue. Mm -hmm. So that's on the table. Now I would recommend just going into a slight surplus um during this time because you're just coming out of the holiday season where you may have been in one mm -hmm. already. So that could be individualized based on the situation, but that's a good mm -hmm. um, recommendation, especially the fall towards the surplus side. If you're somebody who um, is really under muscled, like you know you don't have a lot of muscle mass mm -hmm. on you, you don't have any muscle definition, your strength is lagging, you're somebody who could really benefit from a small calorie surplus during this time. 
And then as far as we're still talking about the healthy BMI kind yeah. of person here, eat about 0.8 grams of protein per day per pound that you weigh so that you can push a lot of calories towards carbohydrates. Cause that's, what's going to fuel your training. And that 0.8 grams of protein per day is still plenty to help you build mm -hmm. muscle, especially if you're focusing on high quality sources of protein, like animal sources and Quick dairy. Math. If you're a 200 pound male, you would eat 160 grams of protein a day. Yeah. And, and you might, you might think that's on the low end, but mm -hmm. we'll talk about another scenario where you probably want to eat more protein, but for, for maintaining and building muscle, that's a good sweet spot because yeah. it gives you plenty of carbs to play with. So if you've thought that you're going to be on a low carb diet during this time, then it's not the case. Right. Okay. Um, we want you to eat fiber. <laughs> this is going to be a constant throughout on the nutrition front, mm -hmm. but that's just because fiber is a high fiber diet is an indication that you're eating a diet rich with high quality, micronutrient rich, low calorie, high volume foods like fruits and vegetables and whole grains and beans and all that kind of good stuff where fiber comes from. So women, we want you to eat 25 or more grams of fiber per day. Men, we want you to eat 35 or more grams of fiber per day. Mm -hmm. Of course, there is some room for, um, some wiggle room in there, depending on how many calories you eat. Uh, but that's something we would have to get into a granular mm -hmm. approach with you on an individual basis, but that's a great recommendation. I just confused myself real quick Okay. because when I measure my meat sources, I measure in ounces. So like mm -hmm. I'll take four ounces of chicken, right? But then, cause I'm, if you, if you log it in my fitness pal or something, yeah, it knows how many grams of protein are in that. Right. I was just thinking <laughs> been to a long myself, she's been dealing in spreadsheets like solid for the last three days. Well, I think your brain is fried. No, I was just trying to, I was just trying to think of like, how does that, how would that calculate out? But yeah. Yeah. Most lean sources of protein have about 25 grams of protein for a four ounce serving, right, right. which is kind of a normal yes. serving for yes. most people. Okay. All right. So, um, the goal, if you are doing this block of periodization to gain a little bit of weight, gain a little bit of muscle mm -hmm. is to gain about a half a percent to 1% of your body weight per month. If you're gaining at that slow of a rate, you can guarantee almost all of it is lean mass, AKA muscle much more than that. You're probably picking up a little extra body fat. So weigh yourself daily and keep your eye on that. Okay. Let's move on to people who are overweight mm -hmm. or in the obese category. As far as BMI, we need to use this time where we're motivation is high. Our metabolism's in a great place to get down into a calorie deficit and lose some weight. Again, this is January through mm -hmm. April. So we're talking about a four month block here. Mm -hmm. And of course it depends how much fat you have to lose, but we're going to have you in about a 15% calorie deficit during this time. That's going to be the thing that creates fat loss over time. And we want you to eat between one and 1.2 grams of protein per pound that you weigh per day. So much higher than the person who's trying to gain, maintain or mm -hmm. gain. Why do we want to put a focus on protein when we're in a deficit to lose fat? Number one, it's super filling. Try to sit down and eat three chicken breasts. I dare you. <laughs> and then try to eat three servings of cereal for the same amount of calories. It won't be a problem at all. So high protein is great for keeping you full on a diet. It's also your best defense against losing muscle in a deficit. So that's mm -hmm. why the emphasis on protein. Now, if you're in your mind, you're like, shoot, I'm a 250 pound guy. He just told me to eat 1.2 grams of protein per pound mm -hmm. per day. That's a lot. Okay. So there is a cap to this. There's a point mm -hmm. of diminishing returns in general terms. I would put the cap for men at about 200 grams, regardless of how much weight you have to lose. And that about 150 grams for ladies, okay. regardless of how much you have to lose. Okay. What let's, if you're already, what if you're only eating about 50 grams? 
of protein. How would you, would you just go all in day, day one? <laughs> yeah. Go find a butcher and just go crazy. I mean, day one, no. go ahead and eat 150 to 200 grams. Yeah. You, first of all, you probably wouldn't even have a clue how to do that and yeah. you'd just be astonished. But yes, in general, if you're grossly under how much protein you should be eating, creep it up over time. Your stomach will thank you. Your mm -hmm. significant other will thank you. <laughs> if you know what I mean, your bed sheets will thank you because you won't have the meat sweats at night. Increase it about 10 grams per day or 40 grams over the course of a week, 50 grams over the course of the week mm -hmm. until you get to the threshold where you're supposed to be at. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. Um, BMI is kind of poo-pooed on a lot because I think because people say BMI stinks. If you are like, oh, I heard BMI stinks. It's still a great way to measure for most people. It's, it's a formula. It's mm -hmm. your weight in kilograms divided by your height in meters squared. Or you can just Google, Google BMI calculator and they'll give you a one, a one that works in inches and pounds okay. also. So it's a relationship between your height and weight essentially. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty good gauge. The only thing it doesn't work well for is people who have above average amounts of muscle mass, mm -hmm. like me, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. I tested it out today and actually at, where, at my, where my weight is right now, I'm in the overweight category. When mm -hmm. I finish a cut, I'm about 10 pounds lighter than I am now and I fall into the normal range. So okay. that just shows you if you are, if you have a good amount of muscle, but you're lean, mm -hmm. you're probably still going to fall into the, the average range. Yeah. Regardless, if you're confused, send us a message. We'll help you understand if your BMI is healthy or not. But, right. um, the healthy range for BMI is between 18 and a half to 24.9. Anything over 25 to 29.9 is considered overweight and above 29.9 is considered obese. So that gives you um, kind of a guideline to, you know, what mm -hmm. should I do? Should I fall into the deficit category or into the maintenance slash potentially eating in a surplus category? Mm -hmm. Okay, I think we, we killed this first block. Well, on the let's nutrition. talk about what um, we're gonna do for our training during okay. this time. Um, so remember, we're either, we're either in a fat loss phase or we're in a maintenance or slight surplus phase. We've just come off the holidays. So we're going to do three to five strength workouts per week, focusing on progressive overload. So we want to be, we want to have a plan. We want to um, be adding weight to our bar, be adding reps to our sets each time we work out. Um, we want to be doing one to two conditioning sessions per week with one of them being in the short intense range, like eight minutes or under. Um, and one of them being in like the long to moderate range, which is like the 12 to 20 minute range. Mm -hmm. So we can hit both like some anaerobic and some aerobic type conditioning workouts. And then we want to be watching our steps. We want to make sure we're getting between that eight and 10,000 step count per day. And, and if, if you are, aren't already watching your steps, you wouldn't believe how much that makes a difference. Just getting daily movement in. Yep. That's something we focus on regardless, just for overall health. Yeah. You'd be surprised how much all that extra time on your feet helps your tendon strength and your overall muscle mm -hmm. endurance, your posture, your low back from yeah. not sitting so much. You can listen to podcasts when you walk. All so, that. so that's going to be a theme. If you're trying to create your own training template, you know, this is a four month block, January, February, March, April. Um, I would start with a linear strength progression progression. If you're a newbie, so three sets of five reps, you know, starting at a lightweight and adding weight every time your workout is successful, mm -hmm. meaning you get all three sets with perfect form 
ready, you're ready to add weight. Um, so you can just write out, you know, squat, press, deadlift, bench press, you're doing all of those. And then you want to think about some accessories. So you want to think about like, you know, some pulling accessories, some pushing accessories, some accessories for your triceps and accessories for your biceps. And you can, you Don't can forget probably, the glutes. yeah, for your glutes. Um, and you're going to get, you, you're, you know, you can Google to find one or two of those add to each session that you're in the gym and then you know within your conditioning you're going to get a little bit more you know push-ups air squats running jumping things like that Mm -hmm. shoot you could download our five-week arms abs and you know the rest program really yeah or the like the two-week turnaround would be great um and just kind of repeat that yeah those because that will that will give you a great um, what was the other one? We, oh, full body remodel. That's also on our free downloads. Full body remodel would be a great. Is that an eight week program or is template. that four weeks? I'm trying to remember. Okay. I can't remember. I think it's a four week, but you could repeat that. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And you could, you could pick out and make sure that like, I'm only doing right now one to two conditionings. Remember one is on that shorter side, more intense. And one is longer to moderate. And this will, this will kind of repeat throughout the year, but let me, let me talk really quickly about this intensity that we mm-hmm. want. <laughs> Yeah, I think people are confused about that. Yeah, so so when do we want we want to you know we want to make sure like that we're not I think you posted something about this or like not just going to do your workouts yeah. or whatever like I did my workout checkbox. Yeah, that you work. did your workout, but <laughs> what you know what was your level of intensity for everything that you did? You know, yeah. um, so for our conditioning workouts, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. <laughs> like you know you know that you were near the most that you could do. Yeah. Like you weren't, you didn't let your mind get in the way of stopping what your body was capable mm-hmm. of. Cause your mind will always want to quit right before your body does. But if you're truly going to get to the intensity that drives the most adaptation you're going to get, regardless of what block you're in mm-hmm. it has to be at the fringes of what you're capable of. Yeah. Not your max heart rate, not going to failure every single time. Right. But you let need think- to know that you, that you did it. So uh, this is a good, just like, if, if you follow across a, they have benchmark workouts that are named. So Helen is a good benchmark workout example. It's in that 12, it's in that longer to moderate, um, range. It's about in that 12 minute range. It's three rounds of a 400 meter run. You do 21 kettlebell swings and 12 pull-ups repeated three times. Mm-hmm. So what this would look like with some intensity is you, you take off on your run. You're not sprinting your 400 meter run because you know that you have some work to do, but you're also, you know, you're put, you're pushing, you're pushing the pace a little bit. You walk back into your gym space take three or four breaths and you start your kettlebell swings. Mm-hmm. Ideally you can get that first set of swings unbroken. You don't want to ever push yourself beyond to where you're like you're out of control and you're not controlling your form. But if you get that set of 21 uh, kettlebell swings, you walk over, take a couple breaths, walk over to the pull-up bar, you chunk away at your pull-ups and pull-ups are different for everybody. You can maybe do all 12 in a row or you can do like, you know, six sets of two, whatever it is. You're just like up, back, up, back, up, back. Start walking out the door, catch your breath, start to jog, then start to pick that pace up. And you're Mm going to kind of repeat that for three cycles. You know, each time you take a break, like when I was coaching people in the gym, I would be like, if you need to take a break during a workout, I want you to walk to the spot on the floor, walk right back and then pick up the weight and go. Starting to build those kind of things into your workouts will help you bring that intensity level up. Also, uh, last thing on this is like kind of keeping a clean workout environment to where, you know, you've laid it all out. Like when I give my workouts, I give like a little warm up. So you kind of want to have your plan. You know, if you have two or three movements, you want everything to kind of be in a close space so that you don't lose transition time. Efficient. You know, yeah. So you're efficient in your workouts. That helps keep that intensity level up. I get onto Jonathan a lot 
about like I'm pretty competitive when I work out with him <laughs> and I always know even if he's faster than me at some movement I can get him in the transitions because yeah. he transitions so slowly between <laughs> movements anyway so what the thing you're pointing out is like you don't check your phone during yeah. your conditioning workout. oh no you don't do you really don't you're focused yeah you're, you're if it's putting a, in the intent uh workout that takes you three minutes if it's a workout that takes you nine minutes if work that takes you 20 minutes that's your focus during that time there's no like one minute breaks yeah during a conditioning workout. you might get a sip of water if you if you absolutely need it right. and then you're right back to work yeah all right all right good job all right next is may through july block number two of so, periodizing for maximum body composition <laughs> and still enjoying your life <laughs> our overall goal here may june july we're starting to start to lean out for the summer what does leaning out mean Losing. Losing, losing body fat. I think some people are confused about that. Oh, okay. So that's what it means. Yeah. Shedding some body fat to that's reveal true. all that's the hard work try. that you've put in <laughs> January through April. All right. We call this the payoff. <laughs> the payoff. Do you want to do the nutrition first yeah. again? Yeah. All right. So we're coming off of two different scenarios. Yeah. Our healthy BMI person has either been at maintenance or they've been in a slight surplus yeah. all right so they're either they've built some muscle mm -hmm. or they've gained a little bit of muscle and a little body fat maybe mm -hmm. during this block we're going to transition them to either a calorie deficit like our other person with the unhealthy bmi mm -hmm. originally or we're going to stay at maintenance if we're still at a good body weight and we didn't gain any yeah fat if we still have fat to lose or we we want to like see our abs that's the person that would go back down into a deficit but you have you have either option here I can't see you because you're on the way. I'm sorry, I was myself. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about how much of a calorie deficit. As a general rule, I would recommend about a 15% calorie deficit if you're going to see some progress during this time. Any less than that, the progress might be a little slow and you want to quit. Any higher than that, you might give up after two weeks. Mm -hmm. So that's the sweet spot for most people. We're going to change your protein a little bit if you're the person that's going into a calorie deficit to lose fat. We're going to bump it up from that 0.8 range up into the 1 to 1 1.2 grams mm -hmm. per day per pound that you weigh um, if you're going to be losing fat during this time. For the same reason that I just explained for the overweight person mm -hmm. in the first block of the year. So we're going to keep fiber high, 25 for women, 35 for men, and that's what we're going to do. The reason that we're, well, I already explained why we're bringing protein up mm -hmm. in the last example, so I'll leave that alone. As far as progress goes, we want to be losing about a half a percent or one percent of our body weight per week. Okay. The bulking, the gaining phase, that was one. That was a half a percent to one percent per month. Mm -hmm. In the cutting phase, the fat loss phase, we want to be shooting for about a half a percent to one percent per week. Okay. And the way you find that is you weigh yourself every day, you divide by seven, you compare that to the next week mm -hmm. and not don't freak out if it's not exactly that yeah. on week two <laughs> stick with it and look at how it's trending over time now if you are in the overweight or obese bmi category you've been in a deficit for four months already you are probably ready for a break you probably if you had a lot of weight to lose you probably didn't reach your ultimate goal during those four months mm -hmm. and that's completely fine this whole process of periodization fat loss, changing your body composition is a much longer term process. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And that's a mind shift for a lot of people. They think they just have to step on the gas and hold it down till they get to their goal. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people fail, give up and yo-yo diet on and off for year after year after year. Periodization helps with that. So we're going to actually chill 
here for this person. And we're going to just try to maintain the progress that we made in the first four months of the year. So we're going to bring our calories up to a level that helps us maintain the progress that we've already made. We're going to keep our protein high though for this person mm -hmm. still in that one to 1.2 grams per day per pound <laughs> range or the caps that I said set before for men and women. We're going to keep fiber the same and what this time of maintenance is going to do, all the hormones that control your hunger and your satiety, those are going to get a reset during mm -hmm. this time. They're going to, your body is going to say, man, we've made some amazing progress, but we're not in a starvation situation. Mm -hmm. We don't have to crank up the hunger on this person to try to make them eat more to regain yeah. the weight that they lost. So that's one of the reasons metabolically for this. It also helps pre prevent metabolic adaptation, the process by which your body downregulates your energy demands because you've been putting in less food for so long. Mm -hmm. helps reset that. Also, you're probably ready for a mental break <laughs> from low calories yeah. by this point. Nobody was probably perfect during that four months, but trust me, you'll be ready by May to mm -hmm. spend some time at maintenance. And don't look at this as, as failure. We're doing this on purpose. This oh, is yeah. part of the periodized plan. And then as you switch your mentality over into this maintenance mindset, don't expect the scale to go down. That's a hard, mm -hmm. that's a hard thing for people. We've been so focused for the first four months on, am I making progress? And the measure of that is, am I losing weight? Shift your, um, expectation for progress now to be your performance in the gym and maintaining the progress that you've mm -hmm. made. Maintenance is progress in this scenario. So reframe your mindset around that and mentally think like I have more calories mm -hmm. now to push harder in the gym. There's a little bit of placebo yeah. effect with that not to mention the actual benefit of having more calories. If you have any little tweaks that you've developed along the way, they're more likely to heal with adequate calories and you're more likely to start lifting more weight and get even stronger during this block. Yeah. I would say you probably, you would even see some, uh, body composition changes during Absolutely. this time that it wouldn't reflect on the scale, but would reflect in like your other metrics, like what you look like in the mirror pictures, how clothes fit, things like that. And there's a good chance, like you said, your body composition, make sure you're taking progress pictures yeah. during this phase. Cause you might, just see your weight staying about the same. But like you said, you might be recomping during this time, mm -hmm. losing some fat and building muscle. If and you we really, are hitting our training, if we are hitting the training. So yeah. let's get into that. Yeah. So for the training, um, you know, we're going to keep it about the same. We're going to still hit the three to five workouts per week. We're going to add a little bit more conditioning. We want more like two to three conditionings per week, two short to intense, one longer in that 20 minute range and still hitting our steps. So, we have our template. We downloaded the full body remodel. We have, we're, we're going full body through remodel. It. You mean a full Sorry, body, fit? full body fit from digital barbell and we are loving it. Um, if you're a newbie to this, you might still be making progress on your linear progression, your yeah. three by fives. If you're still making progress and you're still adding weight to the bar, stick with those. If you've like started to like tap out and you like, it's a struggle bus to add weight every week. Like you have to feel like you'll repeat the weight over and over again before you can add weight. It's time to like, you know, take the weight down and add some volume. So you mm -hmm. might go three sets of like eight to 10 with a lighter weight and all the same lifts. I would also, um, add some sets to your accessories. So if we were doing three hard sets before, maybe it's time to go up to four hard sets right now. I would also think about changing some of those accessories just to make it a little bit more like sexy and fun for you. Get a new so, stimulus on the yeah, muscle. So for example, like if we were doing dumbbell rows, dumbbell rows and you've done four months of dumbbell rows and you're just like, I'm sick of dumbbell rows. Like we, we can do some bent over rows. We can do some seated some cable seat. rows, some yeah. pull downs, 
that's what we're talking about. If you've been doing tricep extensions for four months, you know, let's do some kickbacks. Let's do some close grip bench, something that's going to hit the triceps, but you know, a little bit different. All right. I'm, I'm laughing because anybody yeah, watching yeah. the YouTube, yeah, like YouTube version of this, you'll see that she's acting it out. <laughs> Y'all, when she is um, coaching her clients <laughs> and watching their form check videos and she's typing feedback for them, she at her desk, like demos the movement to like see I'm what like, it, I'm like, okay, I want you to do like, like this. So she's over there doing the movement with no <laughs> He's always like, what are you doing? That's so funny. I'm helping them. (laughs) You are, but you're also like being an actor. I like it. (laughs) All right. Phase three, August through October. So our goal for this overall phase is restoration, bringing our body back to homeostasis, um, and setting a new weight point. Set point. Set set, set point for our weight. What does that mean? Well, your body has this craving for homeostasis and if we're constantly trying to push it in one direction or the other like it's good to spend some time Mm -hmm. establishing your new level to kind of tell your body okay this is where i'm at right now maybe you've noticed this in your own life somebody listening to this like if you just kind of put your fitness your eating whatever on kind of cruise control your body weight kind of floats at a certain yeah. level, fluctuates, but that's kind of your set point. Some people call it like their natural weight or something like that. But we want to just drill that in during this phase. Your body loves homeostasis, so that's one of the reasons for this. Um, so we're coming out of the summer. We've been in a deficit, so bringing calories up. I can't see when you put your hand there. <laughs> I think I'm just thinking about what. <laughs> Edit this out, producer. Um, it's just a great thing for your for your overall health to spend these times uh, at maintenance. So that's the, that's one of the reasons for this phase. So let's talk about what we're going to do with our nutrition during this time. If you have, you've come out of summer, you've been in a calorie deficit, kind of like our overweight person who dieted for the first four months of the year. Now you're going to spend some time Mm -hmm. at maintenance. Even if you, if you were at a healthy weight and you did a short uh, cut to reveal some progress in the summer. So we're going to do the reverse of what we did with our protein now in this phase, we're going to bring it down back down to the 0.8 grams of protein mm-hmm. per pound per body weight per day. <laughs> Probably one too many pers in there. Fiber is still going to stay at 25 for old ladies. Fiber is still going to stay, stay at 35. Like you said old ladies. Four ladies. I, I may have. You said four ladies. Four ladies. For old ladies. <laughs> <Just> four ladies. <laughs> old ladies, you go straight to the Metamucil. <laughs> uh, that stuff's gross too, by the way. Don't ever. Don't have you ever, ever taken it? I bought a, I bought, it wasn't Metamucil brand, but it was a psyllium husk powder, which oh. is what Metamucil is. I'd re- much rather get my, um, fiber my, from raspberries. My fiber from raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> Those actually taste good. All right. So that's what we're doing. If you got a healthy BMI, we're coming up to maintenance calories. Mm-hmm. We're getting out of that deficit. We're bringing protein down a little bit and we're ramping up the carbs so we can push the performance in the gym. This mm-hmm. is going to be a great season of progress for you. Okay, our overweight and obese client, we're going to bring them back down into a deficit because we've been in a phase where we've been uh, maintaining, mm-hmm. flexing our skills for that maintenance pro- and resetting all of our hunger hormones. And motivation has been building and building, yeah. and we are ready to get back onto this deficit. We're going down into a 15% calorie deficit during this time. Protein is going to stay the same for this person. One to 1.2 grams per pound Mm -hmm. per day. (laughs) Another per in there. (laughs) Fiber staying the same. Fiber is going to stay the same throughout. Spoiler alert. Eat your fiber, people. You'd be shocked how much better your digestion is. Why don't you drop some links to some 
helpful fiber tips. I know we have them yeah. in this episode. Okay. So people know what to get, what is fiber and how to get it. Okay. Remind me. All right. <laughs> that's, that's, you could sum up our marriage <laughs> remind in, me. That fa- in that phrase right there. <laughs> hey, like, remind me. Hey, remind me. Or yeah, to tell Siri too. You know, we're telling your spouse to remind you of something is really like just a way of passing the buck of oh, responsibility yeah. to them the so that when and invariably, you or they forget. You got somebody to blame. It's a great. You forgot to remind. You me. forgot to remind so, me. It that's was the, your responsibility in the first place, but you were supposed to remind me. That's, every that's perfect. Every married person out there right now is like, yes, that happens to me. <laughs> um, yeah. So the the person who's losing weight, their hormones are in a great mm-hmm. place. Motivation is up. We are ready to get down into this right. fat loss phase again. Because what's what's around the corner? Halloween's <laughs> around the corner. Thanksgiving's around the corner. Christmas is around I the corner. I think it's funny that Halloween is like this a big deal holiday because it's one night. It's like one night. It's Dude. not even like... Like Dude, one thing I did not realize after until... After dark until midnight is <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> well, now they trick or treat starting on like four days before. No. Trunk or treat. And then it's like a candy fest for at least two weeks. I I didn't realize this before coaching people on their nutrition that Halloween is really the kickoff yeah. for the eating season. It's just, it, it is funny it though. It trips up so many adults. Yeah. There's so much candy because it's like that night, but then candy's lingering. Ling- they're stealing weeks. their kids' candy. They can't like, throw ooh, their kids' candy the away. I had junior mints. <laughs> I get some of those. <laughs> even, even adults know to skip the trash candy. Junior Mint's not trash candy. No, no. My, I, was think, movie ones. I was thinking of like circus peanuts oh, and those yeah. little brown and white striped things in the clear wrapper, <laughs> generic hot tamales. All right. Are you <laughs> done with the nutrition section? Yeah. Okay. All right. Training. What are we going to do during this phase? Uh, three to five strength workouts per week. You know, that was, that was easy. Um, so we're going to still do two to three conditionings per week and we're still going to get our steps. If you were doing a linear progression and you went off and you, you you're doing some higher, more complicated. You, you were doing some higher sets. Let's go back now to the linear progression. Cause I bet you, you know, you were off for long enough that you can start to add some weight again to the bar. So back to the three by fives, um, still keep up with those four sets. Let's go back to the original, you know, movements you were doing to keep it easy back when we started in January. So you, you flipped up, you flipped up your accessory movements. Let's go back to the other ones, but now we're doing four sets. I think you're going to still continue to make progress there and keep those uh, conditioning workouts intense. Basically what you're describing is you're periodizing within the periodization. You're periodizing the training program, the strength progression within these blocks to make sure you're making progress. Yeah. I like to make, you know, definitely, you know, you, you want, I, I like try, I balance trying to keep it fun for everybody. That's why I mm-hmm. have these like, you know, I love these exciting finishers I give everybody. <laughs> and, um, but you know, you want to, you want to still make you, progress. You can't just you do something different every there. day yeah. to make it fun. But you, you know, you need to be doing some of the same things, but, but in a fun way. Yeah. I think that's the balance right there. Yeah. All right. Last phase. Last phase. November through December. Speaking so, of the eating season. This is all about flexibility. Mm-hmm. Think about what happens between November and December. A bunch of vacation. I mean, a bunch of like interruptions to your schedule. <laughs> right. A bunch of eating engagements. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And now t- this was. A, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's a time of year where maybe it's not the best time to be mm-hmm. focused on fat loss. Not yeah. that like not that you shouldn't care about 
you know, getting right. healthy and that kind of don't, stuff. Don't, don't like sabotage say, like, yourself. Don't like say screw these last two months of the year. Right. That they don't count. But that's not what we're talking about. But release yourself from the pressure that you have to be trying to lose fat all year round. Yeah. Give yourself the opportunity to do what we're about to say mm-hmm. here. You'll feel better about it mentally and you'll be ready to wrap back right. around to where we started. We talked about how you're coming out of a, mm-hmm. a season and you're super motivated in January. This is the season that leads you up to being super motivated in January. I want to do a quick disclaimer because I feel like I'm going to forget it before we end this podcast. If you listen to this and you're ready to get started and it's April, don't wait until January to start this periodization. Yeah. Jump in, download the um, the, the slides off Instagram, jump in in April Start where we are in April, and then by November, December, you are here, mm-hmm. and you're ready to wrap back around to January. Don't yeah. make this one of those things where you're like, okay, I want to do this starting, starting January 2024. <laughs> no, it's January 2023. Start where you are right now. Yeah, absolutely. If it's February, it's February right now. I've just realized it's February. You can start in February. Catch on. Let's go. Yeah. Three months. We're not Equinox. You can start whenever. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will help you wherever you are in this in this cycle. Okay, so our healthy BMI person, what are we doing mm-hmm. with our nutrition here during the holiday season? We're going to flex our maintenance skills. We're going to cruise through the holidays eating at our maintenance calories or even give ourselves permission to think of this as a strength building phase, muscle building phase, and eat any, a little bit larger of a surplus than we did at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. up to about a 10% surplus. A 10% surplus is still going to maximize your chances of building mostly muscle, especially if you keep your macronutrients in check and just aren't like freebasing lard, (laughs) super high fat stuff, because all that extra dietary fat will be converted to body fat much more easily. But if you're eating in a normal, healthy way, a 10% calorie surplus is still safe. And if you're, if you're the skinny fat person, or you're just still super under muscle, go for that 10% Mm -hmm. and take advantage of it. Just like every other cycle where we have um, focused on building, we're going to pull protein back to 0.8 grams, Mm -hmm. and we're going to push carbohydrates to fuel our training. Mm -hmm. Going into the mindset of, like, I have these extra calories to build muscle. I'm going to make it Mm -hmm. up. I'm going to go for it. Fiber's the same. I'm not even going to talk about that. All right, let's talk about our um, overweight and obese friends. Same thing here. We're going to focus on maintenance during this time. We're not going to focus on eating in a calorie surplus. We're going to try to eat at a number of calories that keeps our body weight at the same level as the progress we've made Mm -hmm. so far. The only way to know this is to monitor your metrics, Mm -hmm. just continue to weigh yourself, continue to measure your waist, continue to take progress pictures. And that that's for you. Even if you're not somebody who's weighing and measuring their food and logging in my fitness pal, you can still hold yourself accountable by tracking your metrics, not just doing uh, food tracking. Yeah. Um, what does that say right there? I can't even read my own Three writing. Three months. Oh yeah. Because you, the reason we're doing this, not only for the lifestyle reasons, mm-hmm. but you've now been in a calorie deficit again, previous to months. this for yeah. three months, it's time to tell your body energy is not scarce. No mm-hmm. need to downregulate. no reason to ramp up leptin to make us or ghrelin to make us super hungry. So it's a great strategy, both mentally and physically for your body. Mm-hmm. 
All right, in our training, um, you know, you want to keep it simple this time of year because you're probably going to have to be a little bit more flexible with your training schedule. But we're still going to hit try to hit three to five of our strength workouts. This is a great time of year to be in a strength phase because you are going to have a surplus of calories. So if you're in that linear progression, I would say just keep it rolling through the end of the year because you're likely going to be able to continue to add weight to the bar, down your conditioning to one to two um, workouts per week, one short, one long, um, and eight to 10,000 steps per day on that long. Um, I would even be okay with you doing like one conditioning workout and then like a 20 minute or more walk Mm -hmm. at a brisk pace where like you can like have a conversation with somebody, but like, you're like every once in a while you got to catch your breath. Like you're not just like sauntering, but you're, you know, you're working for it. Yeah. 20 to 30 like minutes at, at any moment you could break into a jog yeah <laughs> like kind of on that threshold of your upper and limits the, and of walking. yeah and that kind of stuff can be done you know on on the holiday you know take a family member out with you all that kind of stuff so that's that we're, we're talking about flexibility both in our nutrition and our training yeah. during this time and if you're if you know like i said if it's a good time to, of year to add weight if you are not going to have your home gym available or your your own your gym available Let's do body weight workouts. Let's do um, dumbbell workouts. Whatever Dance. it is, like keep. I would I would keep the keep keep it alive and keep doing your workouts. Yeah. But adjust based on your equipment of where you are. Two reasons for that: you mm-hmm. keep the habit alive, so that when things are back to normal, you're not trying to dig out of a hole mm-hmm. mentally. Like, oh my gosh, I got to get back to working out. It's been so long. I'm going to be so mm-hmm. sore. That's number one. Number two is it doesn't take a whole lot of volume to maintain the muscle yeah. that you've made. So even bringing your therabands with you on a trip and getting a pump in all the muscle groups, doing some one and a quarter air squats to fatigue your legs, doing some wall sits, sending the signal signal to your muscle that like, don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's still going to need you. You're just going to feel better. If you do it, you're going to, if you can get out there and do something for 20 minutes, you're going to feel better than if you didn't get all the endorphins and stuff. Yep. Okay. So we just laid out a year Mm -hmm. of, essentially a plan for you. Like I said in the beginning, hold this loosely. It's a framework, not a prescription. Um, Think about how it could apply to your life. Think about the the questions that you have. Try to find answers for them. Reach out to us if it's something that you want us to give you our opinion on. And if you are ready to put a plan like this in place, then just reach out and Mm -hmm. apply for coaching. And we'll talk to you about what that would look like. That's assuming that uh, we get this, we continue to have power in the time that it takes to upload this episode. Say stuff like that. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, We'll catch you next week. Thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. But real quick, before we go, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell for all of the latest and greatest free content. If you're interested in working with Blakely and I, we'd love to talk. Apply for coaching with the link in the description of this episode or by visiting digitalbarbell.com. We'd love to talk about helping you reach your goals with a training and nutrition program built just for you. Thanks again and have a great day.